It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on Friday the 13th. Um, it couldn't come at a worse time because if this day is unlucky, is bad juju for game six tonight, Fuzzy? Yeah, big game for the Flames tonight as they try and wrap up the series against the Dallas Stars and move on to the next round. And if you think about it, Friday the 13th, the unlucky number 13, we've got a very lucky 13 that plays for the Calgary Flames. We sure do. The one and only Johnny Gaudreau, Johnny Hockey, wears jersey number 13. So we're claiming this as good luck for the Flames and the city of Calgary, which brings us to uh, our good friend, Danae. Danae, could you um, tell us why you're outside of your home in Scenic Acres on your front lawn? You're doing this for, <laughs> for Lucky 13? Yeah, exactly. Well, I feel like, you know, you got to go and, like, get rid of some of the other superstitions, right? Because we can't change the day. So we got to look at other superstitions that are in the world. So I managed to drag my ladder out of my garage. It's on my front lawn right now. Am I going to walk under it, you guys? Ooh. No, we don't walk under a ladder. That would just be building the bad luck. Am I going to walk over the ladder? I would, but as we talked about yesterday, I'm dealing with a sprained ankle right now. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think a ladder fall is probably going to help with that. So you guys, right now, currently, as the sun is shining and the birds are chirping in scenic acres, my neighbors, if they look outside their window right now, are wondering why on earth <laughs> in, a, in her Virgin Radio hoodie walking around a ladder, around. walking okay. around it, doing circles. No, no, don't go under. No, oh, walk around the ladder. And, yeah, neighbors are looking through their blinds right now. <laughs> well, you just uh, let your neighbors in Scenic Acres know that this is all about lucky number 13. This right. is all about Johnny Hockey. and. Right. and and what if Johnny's waking up this morning listening on the iHeartRadio app in Dallas? Was that an unlucky ladder fall? Uh, I just bumped into it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 no, we still got good luck. I didn't have right, to go under right. it. Sorry. So, yeah, so uh, number 13, Johnny Hockey wakes up, as he does every morning, yep. puts on yeah. the iHeartRadio app and listens to uh, Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Uh-huh. Obviously. Uh, and, uh, and, and he's listening right now, and he's going, you're right. I am going to climb the ladder of success. Yeah. And, and the first <laughs> rung on the ladder is the first goal I'm going to score. Truth. The second yeah. rung on the ladder, the second goal I'm going to score. Yeah. The third and the fourth and the fifth and the sixth and the seventh and the eighth and the ninth, 10, 11, 12, 13. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, okay. Oh, ladder's still standing, guys. Okay. And all because you walked around a ladder. This is really, yes. great. really great. Uh, we encourage you also to make the number 13 lucky and good uh, uh, Friday the 13th lucky and give good vibes to number 13 for your Calgary Flames! Johnny Goodrow! <laughs> Practice that one. Practice. Keep practicing. Keep practicing. The man-child, sasky girl, and the girl-dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Ah, you feel that? We made it. Another weekend is here. It is Friday. Bring on the Friday beverages. And let me tell you, it's always important to head into every weekend with a clear conscience and that's why we're here for the airing of the grievances. Danae, what's bugging you? Well, maybe you're headed out to a wedding this weekend. Wedding season is officially underway, and it's truly one of the most glorious times of the year. But can we talk about how hilariously bad wedding photos can be? Ooh. Don't get me wrong. There are wedding photographers out there that are absolutely brilliant, and their photos are legit works of art. 
But wedding photos definitely don't age super well. My amazing parents just celebrated their 38th wedding anniversary <laughs> yesterday. Uh, not only is my mom wearing a cowboy hat wedding veil, <laughs> um, for real, check my socials for that gloriousness at Danae Meyer. Uh, but their photographer, Loon Lake's finest <coughs> only photographer, right. Derek Punchin, had them posing in front of a wood panel wall with shag carpeting visible. Ooh. Now that's obviously like just like maybe a sign of the times, I guess. So let's fast forward a whole bunch of years. Not only can the wedding photo session be incredibly long and painful, as that poor photographer that really only knows the bride and groom has to herd cats for a couple of hours. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, with the like kind of already buzzing or all the way drunk by the bridal party or like the two families coming together that don't really know each other or already don't like each other. Ugh. That's painful. But then there's the poses, okay? How many people have in their possession the photo of the bridesmaids all holding the groom lounging on the human arm version of a couch? <laughs> <laughs> bridesmaids' faces straining while still trying to look pretty while nearly bicep curling a grown-ass man. And then there's the groomsman version of the same pose where they're all holding the bride and one of the groomsman's hands is way too close to her boobs and the other groomsman's hands way too close to her butt. My own wedding photos are definitely one of my most treasured possessions, but when I see the photo of both my husband Matt and I kissing underneath my veil, I can't help but laugh. I wonder, like, why? Why was that a wedding photographer thought I needed? When would we ever do that under any other normal oh, circumstances? Come on, all the hey, time. Beautiful, beautiful veil there. Uh, again, I know how hard photographers work, and a lot of your photos are absolutely stunning. But if you are a photographer, let's at least be mindful of what's in the background of all the photos so that when the bride, a.k.a. me, receives her photos, there's not a garbage can in the background of almost every single Oh, oh. Keep in mind the entire big picture. And again, I know you work hard and all that stuff, but some of the poses probably don't need to be done anymore. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Every wedding around Calgary this weekend has been put on notice. <laughs> yes. Especially the photo of all the people, yes, making a human bench out of themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, awkward yeah, to even why? watch people do that if yeah. you're walking by the Peace Bridge. Yes. Maybe less of that. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's time for Dumb Fight Friday. Today's dumb fight promises to be a rumble down the aisle. No, not the wedding aisle, but the grocery aisle. <laughs> In one corner, we have Tyler. In the other corner, we have his beautiful wife, Kelly, the Duchess of Whitehorn. Why are we going to start with me losing already? What it's Tyler, yeah, Tyler, and she gets the big introduction. <laughs> the Duchess of Whitehorn. And that guy. <laughs> and that hairy fellow over there. Yeah. You know, with the red hair. Uh, go, let's go. I am, uh, I'm here to say that couples should never, ever, ever, ever <laughs> grocery shop together. And I will articulate this in three points. These are the dumb arguments Kelly and I got into the last time we went grocery shopping together which was a horrible mistake. Danae, are you ready for this? Oh, so ready, so ready, and already agree with you that grocery shopping should not be a thing partners do together. Let's see if you uh, end up on Team Kelly or Team Tyler here. Problem number one is that I shop, and she browses. Ooh, there okay, is not... There is very, 
very little sense of urgency in Kelly when she's at the grocery store. In fact, normally, you walk in there, you're ready to go, you know exactly where you're headed, you've got your route plan in your mind, you want to be in and out as fast as possible. I look behind me, she's 100 steps back going, oh, look, there's pretty flowers. <laughs> oh, look, they've baked things. Oh, they've got so many colors of apples. Why don't I read what they're all called by name? And meanwhile, I'm like, we don't need fruit or flowers. Let's go. <laughs> Not compatible shopping styles already. Not a good way to get out there. Give me your uh, thoughts on this as the uh, foodie on the show, Fuzzy. <laughs> um, we also argued because she wanted to get both salsa and pico de gallo. Right. I was like, babe. And she's also going, which one do I get? Yeah. Do I want extra chunky? Do I want this one? And yeah. I'm going, they're pretty much the same thing. They, they do have their differences. But I mean, they are very similar. And you probably go with one or the other. But that being said, I mean, I would also probably buy a pico de gallo and like a, like a Cholula hot sauce or something like that. So I, I, I kind of see where she's at. There's a, there's a bit of a difference. It's just difficult because she goes, well, I'll have the salsa today and the pico de gallo tomorrow. I'm like, we're not shopping for tomorrow. We're shopping for today. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Why are you planning <laughs> for the future? <laughs> we are procrastinators, babe. <laughs> and then the worst part is the uh, third point of why couples should never, ever grocery shop together is uh, we also argued over who paid despite we have one bank account that we share together <laughs> and we use the self-checkout. But we argued over who had to, like, operate the self-checkout right. and scan the items while the other one sat there. Oh. It was the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> At that point, I said, I'm never stepping foot in one of these stores with you ever, ever again because I'm afraid we will end up hating each other. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of, this is going to sound weird and I hate to do this, but I have to go against the Duchess of Whitehorn, oh. and I have to agree with you because me and Shan never shop together, and there's a reason why. It's because it's always like, okay, cool. Are you going to help me load this or not help me load this? And then oh, this is just going to start a fight. This is, hey, how am, hey, I, how am hey, I bringing hey, myself hey, into hey, this yeah, fight yeah. now? You, you, you can't avoid being in this dumb fight, but today we've got a lot of passionate people reaching out to us on our socials. Yeah, Sandra commented and said, I try and leave my husband out of the shopping. He gets really cranky. Then I get cranky. Then he asks why I'm cranky. <laughs> as much as I hate shopping, it's my me time and a lot less stressful without him there. <laughs> uh, are you a, a shopper or a browser? Are you a salsa or a pico de gallo? Are you the self-checkout operator or the standard by? Let us know whose side you're on. It's Tyler versus Kelly on Dumb Fight Friday. We have a text here from Rachel, and she says her and her man always fight over cheese when they go to the grocery oh. store. She wants to buy the bagged shredded cheese, and he's like, we're saving money if we shred it ourselves, but then you've also got all the extra cleanup, and then you've got to worry about what you do with the rest of the brick. It's just oh. way easier to have that resealable bag. Oh, cheese fights are a real intense one. I love the idea <laughs> there are couples listening right now being like, hey, that sounds like us. We fight over the cheese because you're a blocker and I'm a shredder. <laughs> this is just stupid. <laughs> we got our friend Ashley here. And Ashley, you and your boyfriend, uh, no stranger to dumb fights. Oh, no. He was trying to teach me how to open a door. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, his, his door normally turns, you know how doorknobs normally turn to the right? Yeah. His turns to the left, and I always forget. So after the upteenth time of me forgetting, he took five minutes to explain how to open a door. Oh, and wow. I was, this is like the ultimate mansplain. <laughs> and I chose to ignore him. I was like, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to like interrupt this. I'm just going to ignore him. And he got upset because I was ignoring him. 
And I was just like, I'm, I just, I can't do this. So how does it work when you two try and grocery shop together? Are you fighting in the store like my wife and I? Can you get along? Are you a team? Are you enemies? What's up? Um, we split up. So he oh, okay. goes what he wants, and I go get the stuff on the list. Oh, okay, so it sounds like he's kind of like a bit of the browser, but you're like, you've got the plan, you're sticking to it, but you guys kind of like divide and conquer. Oh, well, I go up and down all the aisles, so I have a very, I process it, right? And he's kind of like, I have, I want to go get this stuff, and I'm like, okay, you do you, I'll do, I'll do what I get. Huh, so you're together, yet apart, and then when you're done, you're not fighting with each other. (laughs) That's so nice. Exactly. (laughs) So it's been about an hour, Tyler, since you called out your wife, Kelly, for how she shops differently in the grocery store than you. Have you been totally called out for putting your relationship on blast so far? Have you heard from her? What's going on? I have not heard from Kelly, but I want to thank some of our uh, wonderful listeners for reminding me of other things Kelly does at the grocery store that drive me absolutely freaking crazy. (laughs) And this is why we can't go together, because even when we go separate, she gets insecure when I start looking through what she bought like this. Okay. Hmm. Oh, oh! You're giving the judgment oh. as to what, uh, okay. about what she puts in the card, are you? Yeah, like I'd like to thank uh, Lindsay. Lindsay says she argues with a boyfriend when he buys all of the fruit pre-cut because that way, if you don't eat it soon enough, you lose the juices. And Fuzzy, you and I talked about this earlier this yeah. week. The fruit juice is so important. True, Once it cuts it bleeds. But the only thing is, if you buy the fruit and it's not cut, in my house, it's not going to get eaten because uh. it'll just sit there and go bad. So I, I'm, I'm a fan of the of what the fruit ninjas do. And, and shout out to the fruit ninjas in Calgary. So what else are you saying through text that's reminding you of other reasons to be angry at Kelly well, over grocery shopping? Well, Danae, let me know how you can relate to this. Uh, Sam okay. texts in to 98.5, 98.5, yes. saying when her man goes to the grocery store, he brings home way too much damn junk food. And then by oh. proxy, she's going to eat the junk food. Mm. And next thing you know, she's not feeling as great as she could because she's sitting there crushing bags of mini eggs and Skittles all the time. Mm. Oh, Matt Matt ruins my life every day from buying all the stuff that he buys at the grocery store. He is able to, like, eat and eat and eat all this stuff and stay relatively skinny and I'm just like thanks and the other day he honestly brought home the biggest size uh, peanut M&M's I'm like did you have to get that size that just like the, the sits in, and then you're like one here one there and then all of a sudden the bag is gone yeah right thanks exactly. a lot yeah. that's why I'm considerate enough to when I buy that stuff just eat in the car that way she doesn't know that I ever <laughs> came into the house so considerate that is really really the way to go fuzzy my latest problem is that uh, Kelly discovered her uh, passion for eat mores again oh, okay eat, eat more low key delicious <laughs> Delicious, yeah. uh, delicious uh, chocolate bar. Um, she's like, they're 89 cents at Dollarama. Oh, yeah. So she brings them home by the handful. <laughs> then we end up having one for dessert every night of the okay. week. And all of a sudden, I was like, hey, you know those pants with a button at the top? <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, and then working. Briella, she even says that she has a dumb fight with her roommate. Every time the roommate goes shopping, they'll go together because they, they have one vehicle between the two of them. But her roommate will buy eight liters of milk at once. Because she loves cereal every day. So eight, you say eight liters? Two four liter jugs and there's room for nothing else in the fridge. It's just full of a month's worth of milk. Wow. People fighting over groceries all over Calgary and Danae and Fuzzy. I have to say this is all my fault because I brought up all the dumb fights that Kelly and I have. When we occasionally end up at the grocery store together. Uh, Danae, do you want to share what Michelle has brought forth to the table as a text. Oh, this is so good. And Michelle says, my partner comes home with random cheese just to, quote, try it. 
Legit, cheese is not cheap, especially when you get it from the fancy cheese table in co-op. At one point, we had probably six open cheeses of different varieties in our fridge. They were all horrible, so they just sat there for basically an eternity, never to be touched again. I wish you'd just hand me the cash instead of wasting it on weird cheese. (laughs) Uh, We're inspiring arguments in stores. All over Calgary, a simple grocery list is turning into a massive throwdown. Can't we all just get along? Uh, We we uh, we try, but then we fight. Uh, Paula, Stump Fight Friday, partners shopping together. What's your situation? What are you dealing with? Well, we try to go separate, but if he goes alone, he ends up calling me like thirty times (laughs) while he's there, (laughs) and so that often ends in a fight because he cannot. (laughs) for himself. <laughs> What's like the dumbest question he's called to ask you from the grocery store? Um, well, we have a two-year-old, so she eats the same thing all the time. And so he called me and he's like, what kind of tomatoes should I get? And I said, the ones we always get. Uh. <laughs> and then he's like, what kind of cucumber should we get? I was like, the ones we always get. The green ones? <laughs> the like, ones. oh man, it's bad. <laughs> You know what's funny, Paula, is I'm here talking about the dumb fights I have with my wife, Kelly, at the grocery store. I went to the Safeway in Thorncliffe yesterday. I called her three times in the store because she didn't pick up. And then when I was leaving, she called me and was like, oh, you're at the store? Cool. Would you mind getting me this? And I was like, well, I can't get it for you now. I'm already done. I'm on that side of the store. And she's like, will you call me three times from the store, bro? I said, fine. I will be a gentleman. I will walk over and get you one of those green smoothies they have in the produce section because you're the best. There you go. (laughs) The level of anger that I hear in your voice now, Tyler, just describing it, it makes me feel bad for you, right? And I I hate to see extra stress on a relationship where there shouldn't be extra stress. And that's why I think Todd's text here, he Todd has the perfect solution for you, you and Kelly, and every other couple at fights when they go to the grocery store. Okay, okay. Todd says the solution is both Tyler and Kelly can shop together, and their relationship will grow stronger if they came shopping at Urban Fair on 16th Avenue Southeast. Kelly can okay. have a glass of wine and a charcuterie board while Tyler shops because they have a wine and charcuterie bar in store. Wow. <laughs> How amazing That's does good. that sound? <laughs> Paula, are you now uh, going to that store too? Because on Todd's recommendation. Yeah, I really think we should. Which are you? Are you the <laughs> shopper or the security boarder, though? I'll have to be the shopper. Also, call me. Oh, right, exactly. Uh, Paula's still not chilling out having that glass of wine because she's gonna have to answer her phone every se- every thirty seconds. <laughs> exactly. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Good morning. Ninety-eight-five. Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy, and here we are. We made it to the weekend. It is Friday. Oh, so many things to look forward to, like Game Six tonight. Mm-hmm. It's time with your friends and family, enjoying life in this great city. But you know, it's always important. That before the weekend starts, we get ourselves a clear conscience, and that's why it's time for the airing of the grievances. It's funny you talk about time with your friends and family, and Danae referenced this earlier this morning, but wedding season officially began last weekend. And over the years, I've been to my fair share of weddings, both as a guest and as as an officiant. Hell, I've even DJed one or two that I got bullied into doing. (laughs) But I need to address a massive issue when it comes to the planning of the wedding. You see, 
normally you have a ceremony and then there's a reception or some sort of a cocktail hour and then you have like a dinner and then there's a dance. The issue is with what happens directly after the ceremony. Sometimes that reception or the cocktail hour happens immediately, which is ideal. Mm-hmm. Because the other option is having it three hours for your guests to kill. <laughs> if you're lucky, they'll be somewhat responsible and they'll decide to do it at a restaurant where they'll at least eat some food while they drink. <laughs> the other option is that they just go downstairs to the bar. Yep. <laughs> I have witnessed both. I have done both. Uh, this past weekend, we were in Edmonton for a wedding, and we went to the Earl's, which was a block and a half away. Not so bad. Had a lovely meal there, yeah. and it was great. Had um, one or two beverages, and by one or two beverages, I mean maybe four or five beverages in the three <laughs> hours that we had to kill. So if you do the math, you've got three hours of time to kill drinking, plus then you've also got the cocktail hour once you get back to the reception. Mm-hmm. And then there's table wine and more drinks, and then before you know it, you're standing outside the reception at the end of the night regretting decisions that you've made. Going, oh boy, yeah, totally. but man, that was fun. Hey, what's that? There's an ex. There's a there's a half a case of pills here. Oh, what's that? You have table wine? Okay, I didn't drink any of the table wine inside, but let's let's just jump into that right now. Better better do that now. Now there you are as a couple happily oh. married, and you're super excited to start your life together, and you have to explain to your friend to your friends and family who aren't degenerates um, why <laughs> the other friends acted the way they did, True. or worse, you're left. <laughs> having to explain to everybody that your uncle, he really isn't that big of a creep, and he really is quite nice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. when when he has a couple, well, you know. The so do yourself a favor. <laughs> Skip the downtime when it comes to the wedding. You can even do it where you have a toast immediately right after and get the drinking started right then and there. <laughs> Just easier that way. Uh, yeah, those those three hours that are in between sometimes can be very, very dangerous. You look like you're regretting life decisions over there, Tyler. What's going on? No, I was just pacing things out like I was the in-between time of the okay. wedding. Oh, there you I, go. I, the way you were swaying like that, I no. thought you were impersonating me at 3 a.m. No, no, dramatic pause. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe for when you can't listen live but want to stay connected to your friends. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Two things everybody is talking about today is number one. Game six, go Flames, go. Chance to close out the series in Dallas. The other thing is Friday the 13th, and it's like, hey, listen, it's not like the best scheduling when you put a very important hockey game on what is known as one of the most unlucky days of of possibility in, in human existence on a calendar. Well, and in addition to that, you take one of the team's best players Number 13, yeah, an unlucky number, Johnny Hockey, Johnny Gaudreau. And you're like, oh, how is this going to work? Oh, so we got to do like all the things to try and inspire like extra good luck around the city. I set up a ladder outside earlier this morning at my house here and I walked around it like a bunch of times. Didn't walk under it, obviously, but I feel like walking around it might have channeled maybe some good energy to send down to Texas. Now, I feel that, that, that the way to do it was was to just take on bad luck head on. Like, just stare it right in the face and say, hey, bad luck, and all of the things that cause bad luck, that's not going to happen. It's kind of like turning the number 13 around and making it good luck, and I don't, I'm don't, i not ready to commit to breaking a mirror here or anything like that, but <laughs> no. according to African and European folklore, 
There is another superstition that involves something cracked or broken that's associated with bad luck. Okay. And okay. that's the superstition of stepping on a crack and causing harm to a family oh, member. Ooh, right, break, step right, on a crack, right, yeah. break your mother's back. That's exactly it. So my goal today is to go down to the Red Mile this afternoon, maybe stop in at, a, at, a, at, a, at a, an establishment or two and maybe grab some lunch because I just talked a few minutes about drinking too much. Right, right, right. Maybe yep, don't yep. want to do that. Yeah, just have a dry, um, dry, dry lunch. Dry, be good, dry yeah. lunch. And then I want to plan on stepping on every single crack on the Red Mile. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Okay, that is... That's ambitious. Fuzz. Pavement cracks just all over the place, right? <laughs> well, and that's also like just you know taking that uh, upon yourself, bearing the bad luck, and then giving more good luck to the uh, to the flames. Um, we do have to point out another thing that you have done this week, Fuzzy, that is very like lucky. You 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 t- helped turn an Edmonton Oilers fan into a Calgary Flames fan. That would be Danae's daughter Violet, <laughs> who, who 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 by proxy of being born. The daughter of an Oilers fan yeah, yeah, was yeah. forced into into this horrible situation yeah. of cheering for that team with the ugly orange and blue jerseys. Right, right. And that, that guy named uh, Bonner or Moner or Loner or something oh, like that. Yeah, Mick, Mick, Mick Weenie Boy. Yeah. Why, what was oh, oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But you, uh, you gave little Violet one of the uh, flags that was on the seat from the game you yeah, attended. Yeah, they had the towel, the fire it up towels, and uh, I figured it was bad luck to me because they lost the game that I was at, so I decided to pay it forward to a future Flames fan. Gave it yes. to Danae to give to Violet. <laughs> and Violet's reaction of this gift could be the thing that guarantees a Game 6 win. Check this out. You're right welcome, there. Violet. Aww. Right there. And for the record, that was right next to Danae's son, Maxwell, who was laying on the floor, almost crying in an Oilers jersey. That right there is extra good luck. Number 13, Johnny Gaudreau. That's the Friday the 13th we're all about today. Go Flames, go. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Win a cup, win a cup, win a cup, lift it up. Danae, isn't one of the most glorious things about what's happening in Calgary right now with this Flames playoff run, the feeling of community spirit. Like, everybody you see, you can you can end every conversation with a, hey, and go Flames, go! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Totally. It's just like a really cool sense of unity going throughout the city right now. Isn't that nice? The other day I was at Sobeys and they had all this game day and they had all the flags out and you could buy them at the tills and everything. And there was a couple that were standing at the uh, at the, the lottery kiosk and they were buying their ticket. I'm guessing it was Sports Select. But they had their hair dyed like super red and I was like, oh, oh, go yeah. Flames, go! Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. And people from all walks of life, all backgrounds, we're all feeling it. And that's why we want to give a big shout-out to our buddy Andrew, who does our afternoon show. He is creating this very diverse, multilingual Go Flames Go community, and we wanted to share it with you. You know I speak Japanese words on air, so I looked up how to say Go Flames Go in Japanese. Iku kaen iku. Want to know how you would say Go Flames Go in a language you speak? Kevin, you speak Spanish. How would you say it? Oh, yes. It's just vamos, llamas, vamos. Vamos, llamas, vamos. But, Sean, how would I say it in Hindi? So, uh, ja, flames, ja. Carla, how would I say it in Brazilian Portuguese? You have to say, vai. Can you repeat? Say, vai. Vai, yep. (laughs) Chamas. Chamas. Vai. Vai. Vai, chamas, vai. 
Yes, correct. I love it. Now let's let's hear you say it. Bye, Like go, plane, go. Yeah. Lucas, how would we say it in Polish? Uh, it's napshut, napshut Okay, let me let, let me try. Let me try. I'll try my best. Okay, so napshut. Formienie. Formienie, napshut. Exactly. Napshut, formienie, napshut. Right? That's uh, good enough. Good enough. <laughs> Dallas. A city rich in culture, like the culture of completely shutting down over a little bit of snow. No wonder they're so bad on the ice. Go Flames, go! 98.5 Virgin Radio. Here we are. We made it through the week. The weekend is upon us. It is Friday. But you know, it's very important to go into every weekend with a clear conscience. And that's why we're here for the airing of the grievances. Tyler, it's game day. The Flames are in action. They could win tonight and move on. Why do you? Why on earth do you have a grievance with hockey today? You see, I've got this small issue with this thing called the Stanley Cup playoffs and something I've been hearing a lot this week. Yes, sure, I'm cheering for blank. But as long as any Canadian team wins, I'll be happy. Mm. <laughs> And I personally could not disagree more. (laughs) And I'm here to say that doesn't make me a bad person. The Oilers in the Stanley Cup Finals? The worst idea ever. I ain't cheering for that. I'd rather cross Wendy Bird from Ozark and have her be my number one enemy. (laughs) And no spoilers, but that's not a good idea. Because Wendy Bird is the most savage person that ever existed. She's the worst person on this planet. Wendy Bird makes Walter White seem like Mr. Rogers, okay? Honestly. But I would still rather do that than cheer for the Oilers. The Leafs? Ew, no way. (laughs) I'd rather have the magpie (laughs) named the official bird of Calgary. Uh, That announcement is tomorrow, by the way. Yeah. Uh, The Canucks? Ew, just ew. They're not in the playoffs. But uh, but I would but I would never I, I could never <laughs> saying you'll support a team just because they call a Canadian city home yeah. is like saying that you love and want to hang out with all your partner's exes and ask them <laughs> about what it was like when they're intimate together. Ew. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just because these teams are Canadian doesn't mean we got to cheer for them. No, thank you. That's like saying that you prefer a northern flicker, but you're cheer on a magpie because you saw one yesterday. Again, the announcement for that, Calgary's official bird vote results come out tomorrow. Is that, yeah. is that the second bird reference there? That's, that's, sure that's, that's two yeah, bird yeah. references. Northern flicker, pretty, pretty majestic bird. Yeah, I just want to say anything but magpie, please. Anything but magpie. <laughs> you see, I will cheer on the flames and no other Canadian team, and that doesn't make me any less Canadian. Now, saying I don't like poutine, maple syrup, Smarties, or ketchup chips, they probably make me a little less Canadian. Yes. But the Calgary Flames and this Calgary born and raised kid. Yeah. We ride together. We die together. We're bad boys bad for boys life. Bad boys for life. Go, Flames, go. And everybody else, meh. Sorry about your loss. <laughs> meh. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Just like my long, flowing golden locks blowing in the wind, this podcast is free. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio.